When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. I'm going to leave a link down in the description for you guys to an article talking about the record amount of bond defaults taking place over in China. Now, if you have followed my channel for any length of time, you would know that this is not a surprise. This is something that we have anticipated for well over a year because their government said we are going to be tightening up the monetary supply and we are not going to bail out these corporations who have over leveraged themselves. And sure enough, that's exactly what has taken place. Listen to some of the quotes out of this article. Ultimately, more defaults are part of a healthy credit market with a genuine high yield sector and an adequate pricing of risk. Now, this is something that I have said for quite some time. When the quantitative easings, like whatever is happening in China will take place throughout the rest of the world. Think about it. They had the COVID first, they locked down first, they opened up first, they expanded first. I mean, everything is happening in China and then the rest of the world does, you know, follows behind. And so when it comes to these bond defaults, I know at some point the rest of the world is going to start experiencing them as well as they start to tighten up their money supply. We're just starting to get into the idea of tightening up the money supply. With the repo market shooting off to all-time highs like it is, we are going to see the Fed have to change gears at some point. And if we just kind of follow what's going in China, going on in there, it, it will happen throughout the rest of the world. I'm sure of it. Now, um, when it comes to the uh, to all that stimulus and asset purchases that the central banks had done, this did something to the bond investor. It turned a bond investor into a speculator. There was a time when if you were purchasing a bond, you were investing. You were anticipating that at some point you would get a return off of that, off of that asset. You weren't anticipating that the price was going to move. You were anticipating the return. It had a yield that it would pay you. Investors are somebody who anticipate that return whether it's a rental property, a dividend paying stock, or a bond that has a yield that pays. An investor is somebody who anticipates a return. A speculator is somebody who anticipates that they are going to sell that asset to, a, to another person for a higher price. It's called selling to the greater fool. And that's what bond investors had always said about the gold investor. They said that you guys are buying a dumb asset, it just sits there, it doesn't pay rent, doesn't have a dividend, doesn't have a yield to it. But now the bond investor has a bond that they are purchasing that has so low yield that it's not the yield that the bond investor is purchasing. It's the idea that the central bank was going to be there to continue buying these bonds, driving the yields even farther down and the prices up. And that bond investor has now turned speculator and is anticipating that they will be able to sell those bonds as the yields go down and the prices go up. So they're not like judging risk. They aren't worried about the risk of whether or not they're going to get a return on their money. Like they used to. They used to think, well, I got all this money. How long you want to hold it? How much interest rate would I get off of it? What's the yield? 
I see. Okay. That's a risk reward. Now it's just like, what's going on out there? Central bank is going to be buying into the massive amounts of quantitative. Okay. See, there's a difference in the way the speculator and the investor would think on it. And this is what China is trying to change is this perception of it. Um, here, uh, one of the other, this is uh, to reiterate it. It goes up. Uh, they want to inject more credit risk to the standalone rather than speculate on the government. Right. So they just basically, they want, you know, people to, to judge it for themselves to say, Hey man, you're on your own. If you buy that thing, it's, a, you know, you don't have to, you're not going to have the government there to back you up. So don't think that they will is ultimately what they're trying to say to them. Uh, one of the other quotes here, delinquencies are crucial in helping develop a mature and efficient market that improves transparency, reduces moral hazard, prompts reassessment of risk. So, yeah, delinquencies are a crucial in helping develop a mature and efficient market. And that's something, like, all these things are stuff that we have not seen inside of this country over the last year. They pretty much papered over all that stuff. All the delinquencies, all the forbearances, all the... Even the uh, unemployment has massed over with all the stimulus that is coming through. They're talking about the robust, like, consumerism that's taken place. But that didn't come from employment. That came from a bunch of stimulus that people have been holding on to. It's not the same thing. Eventually, that stimulus is going to run out, and the government is going to have to do something about that. Whether they start to reel it in or whether they go into deeper into debt, is still to be said, as far as China goes, they're reeling it in. They're going to pull that stuff out. And it's really starting to take place inside of their real estate market. 25%, I think this article said it, if I remember right, it said 25% of all these bond defaults are taking place in the real estate. The real estate companies. That's huge, guys. I mean, you think about that. That is a huge amount of bond defaults taking place inside of the real estate industry. When they have records amounts of it, and 25% of it is just in that one sector. Now, when I, when I think about that right there, I think about the company that I had worked for. And the owner of that company had built some of the most beautiful stores that you could ever imagine. And it was 2005. Everything was awesome. 2007, we had one of the biggest storms hit our area up here. And it, like, knocked the roof off of every house. And so as the great financial crisis was kicking in, it really got delayed in this area because of that storm. A little time went on and it became, you know, obvious that the store wasn't going to make it. And it eventually shut down. It was really sad. In fact, I'll leave a link down in the description for you guys if you want to see it to a video of the last day I worked there. Just to prove to you I'm not making this stuff up. So that store shut down. Eventually it was just like empty. There was no more trucks or lumber or anything else there. There was two locations, one of them here in Astoria, the other one in town over. The one in Astoria was eventually sold to the Maritime Museum. 
the one in, in the town over went to U-Haul, a U-Haul company owner. Now, these buildings were absolutely beautiful. I mean, no, no expense was spared for when it came to a giant, like, warehouse-looking building. This thing was awesome. Like, stained floors, in-floor radiant heat, murals on the walls. I kid you not. I mean, clear vertical grain fur, stained, all, like, it was, it was top-notch. Really was. So, when this place eventually closed and bankrupt, and the bank actually, I think the bank that held the note failed as well. These things went up for auction. And I couldn't tell you how much they went for, but I'm sure they went for a pretty good price. Now, all the time and effort and energy and debt and pain and suffering and whatever came from building those buildings, the physical building is still here. And it's now being enjoyed and used. See, I think about the big beautiful things that get built off of debt, and then when the defaults happen, when the recession kicks in, when the bankruptcies take place, all these big beautiful things that people built on credit get sold for pennies on the dollar. See, to me, a recession is more like harvest season for the rich. Anyway, uneducated economist, you guys let me know.